The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. It's time to talk to Marion McCone and Cal Thomas in the United States. But before we hear from them, let's hear the White House Press Secretary, Corrine Jean-Pierre, reassuring Americans that there was no alien involvement in the objects shot down by the US military in the last few days. Again, there is no indication of aliens or terrestrial activity with these recent takedowns. Wanted to make sure that the American people knew that, all of you knew that, uh, and it was important for us to say that from here because we've been hearing a lot about it. So why then, Marion McKeown, have they set up a special UFO task force? Oh, Matt, you're sounding a bit like a conspiracy theorist there. <laughs> uh, you know, this whole thing, honest to goodness, I, I, I just find it vaguely comical. First of all, Americans are quite, I have found over, over my time here, quite obsessed and, and quite credulous about things like UFOs. And you know, there are conferences every year here for people who believe in UFOs and they're packed out. Uh, so, uh, you know, maybe it's so hard to reassure these people. But look, these are a couple of balloons. Now, now we don't know what they are yet, but it seems that so far that they're they, things that are probably privately owned. You know, I don't know why these people can't just look on Google for whatever information or weather, AccuWeather or whatever. You know, there's an app for everything nowadays. Uh, but anyway, they've set up this new... Uh, uh, John Kirby did a, a briefing for reporters and said that they're setting up this new... Um, task force for want of a better word I think it's just to look like they're doing something quite frankly you know I really do I don't hold out any great hope that it's going to come up with any radical announcements or any radical findings whatsoever but of course I may be completely wrong and next week you may be all laughing at me uh, but uh, but anyway you know I mean as I said, they, they shot down the objects over Canada Alaska and over I think it was Lake Huron as well and the, the problem with these the only real danger that I could see is they could get tangled up in aircraft they could cause a uh, you know, potentially some kind of a, an air traffic accident. So that is a serious risk. Okay, well, let me put it to Cal. Do you take the possibility of UFOs more seriously than Marion does? No, uh, I, I think uh, this is what happens, uh, Matt, when uh, the government is not more forthcoming with information. Uh, this is one of these bipartisan issues that's very rare in Washington, where you have both Republicans and Democrats basically demanding that uh, the administration, uh, the Defense Department, be more forthcoming about this. We've had these UFO sightings for years, commercial airline pilots, uh, other people. This first Chinese balloon, and China did admit early that it was their balloon, although they claimed it was a weather balloon, and now they claim that 10 U.S. balloons have been seen flying over China. I mean, how how much validity can you put in that claim? Uh, so I, I think there are legitimate questions about these things. But with the administration basically saying, well, there are no aliens, uh, there are no alien invasion coming, but not coming up with any other information, it opens the door to all kinds of conspiracy theories. And I agree with Mary, and I think setting up a uh, UFO task force is silly and ridiculous. Yeah, and why, why would the Americans, Mary, and put 10 balloons over Chinese airspace? Are the satellite imagery not good enough? Yeah, you know, well, I mean, for starters, I think you have to take that allegation with a big grain of salt, you know, but but it seems like the countries are always spying on each other. You know, it's, it's like a, a hobby for their departments of defense or whatever. But, you know, this business and, you know, with like people like... Um, Oh, Tom Cotton, who, you know, is really one of the more peculiar people in the Senate, in, in my opinion, you know, saying that there's a crisis, you know, that this is a crisis and Biden is hiding in a crisis. It's a couple of things that, you know, I, I suspect that 
the, the Pentagon and the Defence Department, they cannot give information in real time. So I don't think they can be more forthcoming at the moment because they don't know what those things are. They've got to have a look at it. They've got to pull all that Chinese stuff out of the water and see the degree to which it was surveillance or espionage. And with the other three, they have to dig them out. The weather has been apparently preventing them and seeing, you know, if, if there's anything sinister about them. So they need time to do that. But, but you know, so this talk of crises is, is frankly ridiculous. So, Carl, I, I see... One other point, uh, yeah. Yeah, one other point, uh, as I do on my column today, uh, more ignored uh, from the balloons is the purchasing by uh, Chinese uh, uh, people associated with uh, companies that are related to Beijing of U.S. farmland, including a lot of farmland that's located near military bases. And not only that, uh, we've had, according to the uh, Customs and Border Patrol, a 700% increase in the number of Chinese nationals coming over our southern border from Mexico. Now, why are Chinese nationals coming from China to Mexico in order to come over the southern border? Uh, This kind of thing just feeds conspiracies, feeds uh, stories about espionage, and China is very good at this. They've been stealing our intellectual property and other secrets for many, many years. And uh, I'm just... uh, frankly disgusted that this administration now is just discovering these things. But hold on, Carl. Are there any restrictions on the purchase of farmland and other property and land in the United States by foreigners? Well, they're supposed to be. The U.S. Department of Agriculture oversees uh, foreign purchases of American land, but the reporting of it is voluntary, which is just crazy. Uh, It needs to be mandatory. There are so many other things that are mandatory in federal law, but uh, not this. So uh, we don't know, quite frankly, how much, uh, how many foreign entities, including Chinese entities, business entities, are, uh, are, are purchasing this land, especially next to or very close to U.S. military sites. And because, Mary McKeown, how concerned should the United States be about this? And is this something as well? Because I've heard the European Union is actually concerned about the amount of land being purchased by China, which is something that is also done extensively in Australia and throughout Africa as well. Exactly. You know, I I have a new theory just while we've been talking. I think that those balloons may have been little Chinese estate agents looking for new farmland to buy. And that may account for what's for them coming over the border as well. Look, I think that look, America has two billion acres. It's, you know, um, China apparently owns somewhere between about like around half a million and some people say up to three million. Look, this is not... Um, a huge amount of land, but they're... they're oh, you're complacent, Marion. You're complacent. It's, it's, it's where they have the land as well it, might be the issue. It's where you have the land. It is concerning. When I was based in Nairobi several years ago, China had bought up vast tracts of Kenya. And I think that that is really concerning because, but I, you know, I, I'm not sure how you regulate this because as Cal said, uh, uh, foreign um, nationals or foreign entities own about 40 million acres in America. So do you say everybody else except China can buy it or do you regulate it in a way that makes it more difficult for everyone uh, or that it, it you know, you, you re- remove allied countries from perceived adversaries. I mean, I'm sure America doesn't want Russia buying up, you know, millions of acres, even if they could afford it at the moment, which they probably couldn't. So I, I think, yeah, you, you've got to have some supervision of this. I agree with Cal. There should be a mandatory registration of any foreign purchase of, of land. But, you know, I mean, if you look at cities as well, like London, Dublin, wherever, you know, entities, foreign entities have been buying up vast tracts of property everywhere, and it's been unregulated, which I think is a problem everywhere. 
ever. Okay, let's move on. There's a breaking story which we, we didn't have on our list, but I think, Cal, you'll be able to take it anyway. It's from the New York Times saying that Mike Pence has decided to fight a federal subpoena to testify about Donald Trump's actions before the Capitol riot. It says he is planning to invoke the Constitution's speech or debate clause, saying his role as President of the Senate should insulate him from grand jury questions. What do you make of that, Cal? Well, it is a constitutional issue that he is arguing, uh, Matt, and I, I think, you know, this has never been adjudicated in the courts, and it will probably go to the courts, but Pence has been very open. I mean, he he uh, invited the FBI in. Uh, they didn't have to uh, get a subpoena from Congress or from the courts uh, to uh, look at any records that he had. They found some. He... he uh, had locked them up in a safe uh, when he found out that they were there. A lot of this step, stuff happens. I mean, when you have staff members, uh, after a person leaves office, they come in, they collect these things, they put them in boxes, they send them to your library or, or wherever. So I think he's been very cooperative. He also uh, uh, got a lot of heat from Trump supporters, of course, when he verified the electoral count vote after the election and uh, declared uh, uh, Joe Biden uh, the, the winner. So I think he has uh, quite a record of integrity on this issue and uh, we'll see what happens in the courts. Okay, Marion... Yeah, go on. I Marianne. totally disagree. Uh, he has no you. integrity at all on on the January 6th issue. He refused to testify before the January 6th committee. He kept fobbing them off, fobbing them off. Uh, this is a subpoena from the Department of Justice requiring him to provide information about his dealings with Donald Trump before January 6th. He has a duty to testify. This president of the Senate or member of the Senate is absolute nonsense. I mean, I did think initially maybe that as Trump's vice president, he could claim some kind of executive privilege. But look, this is going to go to court. And I really hope that he is compelled to testify. You know, as far as I'm concerned, the the classified documents is another thing entirely. The FBI found one classified document, I think, when they searched his house, one extra one. Uh, But this is a very different matter and a much more serious matter, in my view. Cal, Nikki Haley has confirmed that she is running for the Republican nomination to be the candidate in the next presidential election. Is it worth her while bothering? Well, of course, she's making the appeal uh, that we need a new generation of younger people in our leadership, and I certainly agree with that. Uh, She's a very nice woman, very accomplished as a uh, governor of South Carolina and uh, the U.N. ambassador under Donald Trump. She uh, says she called Trump to announce that she was going to announce to run, and and she said that uh, he said he was okay with that. But she has no base. I mean, clearly, as of now, and many things can change, it's Trump versus Ron DeSantis as the leaders for the Republican nomination. Uh, She really has no base. Now, she's going to Iowa and New Hampshire, and we'll see. It's a long time uh, before the primaries and uh, the general election. Okay, Marion, I'm trusting that you might know something about this. I didn't have this on the list and it's something that a lot of our listeners are getting in touch about. A train crash in Iowa and the release of chemicals. Do you know anything of that? Um, Yeah, there was, I mean, I I can give you a brief outline of it. Uh, There have been train crashes. There was a very near miss in um, near Chicago, I believe, just quite recently as well, where trains were derailed and they were carrying... um, 
chlorine and, and other very, very toxic chemicals. And there have been warnings about this repeatedly. Now, in Iowa, I'm not sure of the degree of the damage. I'm not sure of the degree of the potential um, for, for contamination, either of the area or, or, or worse, of, of people. But most of Americans, America's chemicals are transported by trains. You see these trains. I see them all the time when I'm traveling. They're three miles long and they're packed with chemicals. They're packed with all of these things. Train drivers forever have been saying they're they're run by two people. You've got one person at one end, you've got one person at the other. And this is what the train strike was about, partly about um, a while back, uh, the threatened strike, was that they're just not run properly. The, the, the railroad companies have cut back and cut back. And there have been repeated warnings that sooner or later, there is going to be a derailment, there is going to be a catastrophic accident involving chemicals. I don't think the one in Iowa is on that level, but I think that it is another warning that people need to pay attention to because the way trains are being run now it's, it's it's on a virtual shoestring safety is way down the list of priorities and when you are transporting things that are that potentially deadly and that can cause that level of chaos and damage you really need to be a damn sight more careful than if you're carrying tins of beans what you make of this car are you aware of this Yes, I am. I, and I think, uh, I believe it's on the uh, border between Ohio and the state of Pennsylvania, not Iowa. Uh, I agree. I think uh, I've seen a lot of these trains as well. They just go on and on and on. You have to, if you're waiting at a railroad crossing, sometimes it takes five to ten minutes for the uh, train to completely go through. But I think... Uh, one of the uh, things that we ought to be looking at here is not only increased safety on the on the railroads, but also uh, pipelines. You know, uh, as far as uh, oil is concerned, uh, the Biden administration canceled that Keystone pipeline. Uh, so I, I think there are alternative ways to transport these chemicals. But Marion is right. Uh, the safety issue is way down the list and needs to be moved back up the list. Carl Thomas, Marion McKeown, thank you very much for joining us here on The Last Word of Today FM. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here.